Just 10 days ago, we had our midterm elections. And in some states, including the state of Washington, we still have some races that have yet to be determined and still have ballots yet to be counted. Can you believe that? 10 days. And yet people have totally moved on. Ever since the Trump announcement, 2024, we've moved on, we've forgotten the midterms, and we've forgotten the things that are right in front of us. People, we've got to stay focused. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Planning Podcast. I am also the founder of Conservative Ladies of Washington. We are an organization of like-minded ladies and gentlemen here in the state of Washington. We have been working hard to elect conservative candidates, although that proved very challenging against the establishment Republicans. We are also working hard to educate and empower Washington citizens to stand up, speak up, and take real action that can create change in this radical left deep blue state. You can learn more about our mission and the work that we're doing and how you can get involved or how you can just support us financially. We are doing a lot of work and we can use all the help that we can get. Head over to our website, conservativeladiesofwa.com. That's conservativeladiesofwa.com. And I would love for you to join us, become a member, and get involved with the work that we are doing. We need all hands on deck. And super excited for the launch of our national platform, Conservative Ladies of America, in just 10 days, November 28th. So exciting. This has been uh, something I've been working on for quite a while. So I'm super excited to get it launched and take this work to a national level so everyone can be involved. So stay tuned. I'll have more details on that in the days ahead. Well, bright, shiny object. Everybody is looking at the latest bright, shiny object, whether it is Trump or the Republicans in the House who are going to be having hearings about Hunter Biden's laptop. It's just people have far moved on from the midterm elections and are already into 2024, it seems like. And I am really noticing that this is an intense spiritual battle and the enemy is using the strategy of distraction against conservatives, against people on the right to keep us from seeing what's going on. And it happens on so many different levels. And I talked about this in the last episode. And I really want to drive this point home because it is so important that we don't allow these intentional distractions to take our focus off of the things that truly matter and truly need our attention. One of the things that I've been paying a lot of attention to over the last 10 days is the congressional race in Washington's third district with Republican America First Trump supported candidate Joe Kent. And I've talked about Joe Kent quite a bit. We have 6,000 ballots in that race that need to be cured. And what that means is they've been rejected for some reason, either they decided the signature didn't match or there wasn't a signature at all, or for some reason they have been rejected and cast aside. So the county auditor or the campaign is left to go try to get a hold of that voter to fix the ballot. I don't know that much about previous election data, but it seems to me that 6,000 ballots in one county is quite a lot. And it surprises me that more Republicans, conservatives, people on the right, whatever you want to call that group of people, 
surprises me that more people aren't alarmed by this and have kind of moved on and, uh, you know, kind of left Joe in the dust and kind of on his own, so to speak. This is a real problem that we have, and especially for people who feel that our elections aren't safe and secure. We can't just move on. We need to pay attention to this. And we the, the thing they, that they want, the people in power want you to move on. They want you to start paying attention to Trump's 2024 presidential bid. That will make them very happy because then you don't pay attention to the election that I would say in some cases was very much stolen. I think that it's safe to say there were some major shenanigans going on. And I think fraud and cheating was all over the place. I don't think anyone in their right mind can deny that. And if we move on and don't pay attention, we continue to allow them to get away with it. And I think that maybe people feel like it's too much work to pay attention to it. It's too big of a problem. It's going to take too much work to fix it. Or maybe it's the idea that somebody else will pay attention to that and somebody else will fix it. Friends, if not you, then who? If we aren't willing to get our hands dirty to fix some of the crap that's going on in our states and in our country, it's not going to get fixed. And I feel like too many people on the right are so willing to just move along to the next thing. This is a huge opportunity for the people in power. They love this about us. They love that we're easily distracted by the next great thing. And so I want to encourage you today uh, to really be focused and really look at the things that they want you to be distracted from. And don't allow yourself to get distracted by the new shiny object. One of the scriptures that I really like to think of when it comes to disciplining my thoughts, which I've been doing for a long time as someone who has been in the fitness industry for most of my adult life and a competitive bodybuilder, a lot of the discipline is mental. And so I've continually trained my mind to do certain things. And so this, what I'm talking about today, is no different than training your mind for uh, your job or for your workouts or, you know, a lot of runners and athletes do a lot of mind training uh, to allow their body to do the work because so much of everything we do starts in our mind. So I want to remind you of 2 Corinthians 10, 5, where it tells us to cast down arguments and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of, of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Friends, write that down on a three by five card, save it in your phone, do something and repeat that verse to yourself often. Commit it to memory and think about it often. When you find yourself getting distracted by things, think about that scripture. Take every thought captive and bringing it into the obedience of Christ. We need to be very cognizant of our thoughts and what we're being distracted by and not allowing ourselves to succumb to those distractions. So one of the things that you might be distracted from, or you may know about this, but um, the Respect for Marriage Act passed the Senate this week, and it passed the Senate with the support of 12 Republican senators. They are Mitt Romney, no surprise, Joni Ernst, I was kind of surprised by that, Cynthia Loomis, Roy Blunt, Shelley Moore Capito, Lisa Murkowski, no surprise there, Rob Portman, Dan Sullivan, 
Tom Tillis, Todd Young, and Susan Collins. Again, another uh, not surprise on that one. 12 Republicans helped to pass this Respect for Marriage Act. Now, you may hear that and you might think, well, that's not a big deal. Why can't, you know, everybody should just be able to marry whoever they want to marry? Well, there's a huge problem with this. And there were some amendments that, because uh, it passed the House. I spoke about how it passed the House. Uh, I think it was in July passed the House. There were like 42 representatives that voted for it to pass the House. And then uh, the Senate committee got together and they did some amendments and that's how it passed the Senate. And it'll go back to the House uh, for another vote in the House. And the amendments that they passed are supposed to protect uh, religious institutions, churches and religious organizations and that sort of thing. So that if a pastor doesn't want to perform a wedding ceremony for a homosexual couple, they can't sue over that. So there's some amendments with language about that. However, if you are a Christian business owner and you don't want to participate in something, take uh, Jack the Baker, Jack Phillips. Um, You probably remember Jack Phillips, the cake baker who did not want to make a custom cake for a gay couple's wedding. He would give them uh, one of the cakes off of his Uh, regular shelf, not a custom cake, but he, because of his religious beliefs, did not want to make them a custom wedding cake. And they sued him. And this has gone all the way to the Supreme Court. And he's been winning. I don't know if it's final yet. I think there still may be some pieces of that. But think about Jack Phillips. That's exactly what will happen with this bill. And it will hurt Christian business owners. And there will be major repercussions down the line. We're going to see all kinds of lawsuits and people that won't be protected by this. And it is an assault on religious freedom. Not only that, and more important than that, is that marriage is a covenant. Marriage is a biblical principle that is designed by God. God created man and woman to be in a marriage and to procreate, and that is by design. We know that in homosexual relationships, you cannot procreate, and what we're seeing is a complete uh, redefinition of the family. A lot of people, including people on the right, will say, what's what's wrong? You know, just let people marry who they want to marry and love is love and we shouldn't be involved. And I agree that the government shouldn't be involved in marriage. But I also believe that marriage is designed by God and it is designed to be between a man and a woman. And if the secular world, if the society wants to set up some other kind of union between people of the same sex, they need to call it something different. They need to do something different with that. It's the imposition on biblical marriage that I take issue with and also the impact that this idea of designing our own construct of marriage has on children and what this ultimately will do to our society. We see a lot of children who are being disrupted by this, children who are raised in homes with two dads or two moms. That means they are missing the biological parent on at least one side and sometimes both. This is a huge disservice to children. It is a redefinition of the family unit, which we know that the nuclear family is critical 
to a healthy functioning society. And this is all part of the left's agenda to destroy the nuclear family. I would like to read to you what Kristen Wagoner from Alliance Defending Freedom wrote about this decision on November 16th. She said today the Senate chose to fuel hostility towards Americans who hold beliefs about marriage rooted in honorable religious or philosophical premises. This bill, which provides no protection or benefits that same-sex couples don't already share, deceptively gives lip service to religious liberty while undermining the First Amendment freedoms that belong to each of us. Right now, government officials across the country, including the Biden administration, argue in court that individuals and religious organizations who love and work with people from all walks of life should face civil and criminal penalties if they don't abandon their beliefs on this issue. It is shameful that 62 senators chose to ignore the Constitution and sanction discrimination towards these Americans. Make no mistake, this bill will be used by officials and activists to punish and ruin those who do not share the government's view on marriage. But it will not end there. When we undermine the First Amendment rights of our neighbors, we harm ourselves. She is absolutely correct. This is going to destroy all of the people who don't follow along with the left's radical beliefs and with their agenda. And as we have seen over the years, and it keeps getting faster and faster and ramping up faster and faster, we have seen them pushing this anti-family, anti-parent, anti-child agenda into our society and putting things like this into law are going to only accelerate that agenda. And you may be thinking like, what can we do if even our Republicans are going to vote for this? What can we do? Well, I think that the best thing we can do is really be diligent about writing to the Republicans in Congress or in your state legislature when there are things like this happening. We need to put pressure on those 12 Republicans who voted for this in the Senate. And then we need to be writing to all of the Republicans in the House as this is going to head to a vote there. And we need to be very explicit that we expect you to vote no on this. We need to be putting that political pressure of you need to vote no or you're going to be primaried and we are going to vote you out. We need to start speaking up. We need to get louder because what I think is happening is that there are not enough of us speaking up. They're not hearing from enough of us, so they feel like they're safe. And of course, it doesn't help that the whole system is rigged altogether. But we cannot be silent. We've got to start speaking up. We've got to reach out to these Republican representatives and tell them that this is not okay. We will not tolerate it. And they will be primaried. This bill will have serious consequences if it passes the house and so i'm going to put some links and information in the show notes so that you can contact your representatives and let them know that you do not want them to vote for this bill to pass there is stuff like this going on at a state level in probably every single state in this country here in washington we've got democrats gearing up for the 2023 legislative session where they are working to make constitutional amendments on things like abortion and gender affirming care. And you can look into your own state and find out what your majority party is planning to do. What's their agenda for 2023? 
And what we need to do with that here in a state like Washington, what we will be doing is we will be reaching out to all of the Republicans because to make a constitutional amendment, they need two thirds of the vote to be able to pass that. So we'll reach out to all the Republicans and let them know, we expect you to vote no on these things. So basically, we're in a position now in many states, in these blue states and on a federal level, where we've got to just hold the line and stop this bad legislation from happening. And the only way we can do that is to put political pressure on our representatives and write to them and let them know you cannot do this. And that's going to take some focus. That may mean that you don't get involved with Trump stuff for a few months. That's going to take some focus. Maybe you discipline yourself for, you know, I'm notorious for going down rabbit holes and I can spend time, you know, digging into articles that I really don't need to spend my time doing that. Could I spend that time instead writing to my representatives? Absolutely. Can you do that? Is there a place where you are spending time that you don't need to be spending time that maybe you could devote to something like this, to speaking out because this is so important and you don't have to leave your keyboard. That's the beautiful thing about writing to your representatives. You don't even have to leave your keyboard. But these issues are so serious and they're going to affect our society in such substantial ways that we can't afford to be silent. We can't afford to be distracted. So what I want to leave you with today and for this weekend is it's time to get focused. It's time to be laser focused. And when I used to compete, I would have to go before I would even start my my training. You know, I would do like eight, 16 weeks of training for a competition and I would really have to get my mind right. And I would do a lot of different exercises, mental exercises to get my mind right and to be laser focused for whatever that time period was. So I encourage you to spend some time this weekend, spend some time over these next few days and really pray and really get your mind focused so that you can take real tangible action that might help stop some of this stuff. And if all of us could do that, if we could really train our minds and be focused and take real action that could create change, I think we can make an impact. And so I want you to think about that this weekend, taking every thought captive. I know it seems like in a lot of ways we're losing on every front, but I am really encouraged. And I think if we get enough people who are willing to start speaking out and putting some political pressure on these Republicans so that they don't run things off into the ditch more so with the Democrats, I think that we're going to be okay. And I do have great hope that we can turn this thing around. And it is a spiritual battle. But we are called by God to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to get in the fight. He expects us to do our part. So get in this fight. There is work to be done. Be encouraged. Have hope. We can create change. And there are a lot of us on this side. It's just time for us to get loud. So I hope you have a great weekend. There's a bunch of stuff in the show notes today. So take a look at that. Please share the podcast. And I look forward to chatting with you again next time. 